Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. University of Minnesota Board of Regents selected Dr. Rebecca Cunningham as the 18th president of the University of Minnesota system. Joining us now on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline is Bloy Solson with the morning take. We talked a little bit about it yesterday. What did you uh, think of this choice and, and what kind of direction she could take the university in? Good morning, Vanita. Um, I, you know, I think uh, the choice makes a lot of sense for a few different reasons, but the biggest one is she has a healthcare background. She's a medical doctor who's led innovation and research at the University of Michigan. So she comes with uh, a certain amount of, uh, you know, cachet uh, in a Big Ten school. Um, and the future of the Minnesota teaching hospital at the university is a key strategic piece uh, of the future of the university. So. Um, she brings with it that kind of experience. Looked like, I watched the proceedings yesterday, it looked like the board was divided about seven to five uh, between their first choices. Uh, and then ultimately they all coalesced around uh, Dr. Rebecca Cunningham. So um, I think she's expected to take office July 1st uh, and the transition and preparation of negotiating her contract, et cetera, will begin uh, immediately. Okay. And today, priests and caucuses, uh, are they, I know there was a real push to try to get people to attend. Uh, what's your kind of prediction on how that's going to go? I think turnout will be very low. I think it'll be very low for a couple different reasons. One is um, caucus turnout continues to drop in uh, these national statewide election years. Two, we have a primary next Tuesday. So if anybody really wants to cast their preference in the presidential race, they do it next Tuesday. There's not that many competitive legislative seats. That usually draws out uh, a lot of folks. And then, frankly, the weather is not going to be that appealing tonight. And you have to be pretty diehard after yesterday's weather to think that you want to go out and uh, to your local school or, or neighborhood and spend, you know, an hour or two uh, debating resolutions or something like that. So I would suspect uh, turnout's going to be uh, pretty low. You know, I've long said, like, the caucuses are great um, activity for democracy. The problem is, as as people have gotten busier, as politics has gotten different, they don't reflect uh, mainstream voters anymore at all. They don't even reflect you know, most of the partisan voters anymore. So it's probably time for them to uh, just go to a primary and call it a day. It's so true, Blois, because if you've been to one of them and you're not one of those party insiders, it's not a very welcoming, and I, I don't feel like they actually walk you through how it works. Uh, you, you almost have to, like, know everything before you go in or know someone who's part of the process because it seems so insider when you're a part of it. Maybe it's just ones I've seen, but it just, I don't feel like it welcomes people who maybe aren't familiar with that whole insider process. Right. And then throughout the caucus in the, in the convention system, 
you know, as you advance or go to the next level, eventually the next level is always the first really nice Saturday of the year where, oh, we, I know. <laughs> quote, normal people are never going to be sitting inside uh, debating yeah. uh, a resolution or fighting for an endorsement for a candidate uh, unless they have a personal tie or they're really, 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 really into politics. That's true. That is really true. It's always the nicest Saturday. You're spot on with that. It is. Uh, St. Paul School Superintendent Joe Gothard uh, is now leaving. He announced that he will be the next superintendent in Madison. He was chosen. This comes as the teachers are uh, ready to strike. What a mess. Yeah. It is a mess. And um, I think it just goes to show that these multidimensional challenges that school districts have uh, are not going away anytime soon. Um, St. Paul barely averted a strike before, uh, right at, um, COVID. Um, and I think that this is going to create more chaos. And I say that when across the river in Minneapolis, they too have a financial crisis on their hands. They have a new superintendent. Um, and it doesn't look like they're going to get bailout money from the state. So I don't know what either one of these districts is going to do. Uh, but there's probably some tough decisions that need to be made when you're running hundreds of millions of dollars in deficits uh, for a couple of years in a row uh, that, you know, you probably have to close some schools and lay off some non-teaching staff uh, to try to get yourself there. Okay. Those will be some tough times. Uh, 625, we're talking to Blois Solson. Uh, so uh, looking ahead, I saw that the budget forecast has now moved to Thursday. Yes. Um, I think tomorrow was just starting to stack up to be too busy of a day. Of course, we have the memorial for the three fallen heroes in Burnsville tomorrow. Uh, they had already shifted the budget forecast to the afternoon, but uh, there's no meetings uh, planned at the legislature tomorrow, I think largely because of that. And uh, in there's no meetings this afternoon at the legislature because they want to give members a chance to go back to their caucuses. So I think they all just said, let's go Thursday morning. So we'll get that budget forecast Thursday morning. Okay, anything else to look for today? Um, not necessarily. I think uh, there is a new candidate in the 3rd Congressional District, a Republican named Blaze Hardy. Um, he announced he's running last night, and uh, so we have a little bit about him in the morning take today, too. Good deal. Where can people get the morning take? Go to fluence-newsletters.com. You can sign up right there. You have about 20 minutes until we press send on this morning's edition. Good deal. Nice to talk to you, Blaze. Have a great day. Apply the sunscreen generously. <laughs> it's, I, it's, I have to squint now. The sun is just in my eyes. It's lovely. Oh, okay. All right. Thanks. All right. Moving on. Thanks. Blois Olson with the morning take. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.